there a bombing attack going on? What was that noise? I don't know. It sounded was... like jets going right over the roof. I'm like, man. I know. I heard it. I'm like, what is that? Either that or big steamrollers going by. Yeah, maybe. That's a possibility. <laughs> Welcome to the family with... Andy Brant-Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. We are here. Alex is not here. Catherine's not here. Nobody's here. Once again, I'm the only chick the only in the chick. room. Typical. <laughs> Typical. We'll be right back with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information. Leonard Oots was going to come in, but he couldn't find the building, so what are you going to do? <clears throat> if he pops in, we can do a couple of segments with him. But, I don't know, he, he's having trouble finding a building, I guess. No big deal. Nice guy. He's a very nice guy. He had Vincent with him, who was a nice guy as well. Um, okay, so Cassie. Yeah. So Dave comes to you after he gets back from France, and he goes, You know, I have an interest in doing threesomes. What would you say? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't well, know. I'd be like, what happened in what, France? <laughs> exactly. What happened in France to you? The reason I bring it up, Demi Moore says, I did threesomes for Ashton, and then he cheated on me. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. I think you could have seen that coming. Yeah, well, that's exactly my question. If I go to Catherine and go, say, honey, I, I was thinking of maybe doing some threesomes. Then, of course, when I got her foot out of my ass, <laughs> <laughs> then... Um, yeah, I know. Aren't you kind of inviting that behavior? If you go, well, let's do. Hey, look, and I'm yes. not. If you if you're involved in threesomes, good for you. I got no idea what anybody does, and 
makes you happy as long as it's not with the kids and the dogs. I don't give a rat's ass what you do. But it seems to me you're kind of inviting that kind of thing. Yeah, well, if you're if you're a couple that is exploring swingers or threesomes or something, you have to have established boundaries and rules prior to going into the... I would imagine. You know, because some people are into that, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you need to set boundaries and rules to say, okay, this is when we're having this experience, and it stays in this, you know... Right. <laughs> we don't do this outside the marriage, and that's right. what a lot of... Swingers have issues with that because then the other person starts having an affair with the person that they swapped spouses with. And (laughs) I don't know. You're just asking for trouble, I think. I don't know much about it, but you don't really see the knockouts in that whole swinger club deal. (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm not judging. I'm sure there are. Maybe there's some different levels or whatever. In one of my uh, houses that I owned with my ex-husband at the time, the neighborhood was full of swingers and they were trying to they were trying to recruit and i said no thank you (laughs) they recruited you they tried (laughs) that's hilarious and it was weird because the husbands were kind of leering and just kind of hey and i'm just like god Uh, aren't you married and and their wives were just as bad it was it was bizarre lots of wives and husbands yeah, the whole neighborhood. They the had swinger parties in the really? neighborhood. And, you know, I'll be the odd man out. I'm <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Was it like 50th and Penn? Where was it? <laughs> no, it was in Farmington, Minnesota. Was it Farmington? Yeah, apparently. Not a lot they to get... do, apparently. <laughs> I know, they get bored out there. <laughs> get a little bored out there. So what do you say? We, I just, see, to me, it's just me now, but, you know, you get married and then you, that, that's your deal. Yeah. I don't know. Again, if you'd like to be a swinger, I'm not judging you. That's your business. And if people want to be threesome people, it's <laughs> also your business. I just don't understand how the stability of your marriage would stay intact. It always ends poorly. Doesn't yeah. it? I mean, it always ends poorly, doesn't it? Celebrity TMI week continues. In other words, too much information. <laughs> uh, this time with an entry from Demi Moore, the 56-year-old ghost and G.I. Jane actress has a new memoir, Inside Out. It It's... Dropping on Tuesday. Oh, is it dropping? Are you a rap star? You drop a book? You publish a book. Exactly. And in it, she makes a startling revelation about her sex life with ex-husband Ashton Kutcher. That revealed per radar that she took part in a couple of threesomes with Kutcher at his urging, but that she later regretted, especially after she says he used those experiences to justify his cheating later on. I wanted to show him how great and fun I could be, more rights of her steamy, multi-partnered trysts with Kutcher, to whom she was married for eight years. That was a mistake, she said. She uh, later learned through the media and a, and a Google alert of rumors that Kutcher was cheating on her on at least two occasions. After she confronted him about one of the alleged affairs, he apparently admitted to it, but because we had brought a third party into our relationship, Ashton said... That blurred the lines and to some extent justified what he'd done, she writes. In the book, Moore also details how the two met their attempts to have a baby. Oh, she miscarried at six months. Mm. That's sad. Uh, and she also, uh, how she claims that, that Kutcher tried to keep her away from the set of a movie he was making with Jennifer Jason Lee. Page six tried to draw a comment from Kutcher's rep with no response. How old is Ashton Kutcher? Because she's 56 and he's how old? I think he's younger than me. He's around my age. I think he's probably almost 40, if not 
You think he might be 40, Let's really? See. I thought he'd be like 36, 37 or something. He's 41. He's okay. 41? You're not 41. No. Well, he's not, <laughs> not younger yet. than you. I thought he was like a year younger than me for some no. reason. Well, he no. looks and acts young. So he marries a woman 15 years older. She, uh, Demi Moore is a very pretty woman. There's no getting around that. She has a hard time staying married, and maybe so does Ashton. But th- isn't this the same story we got about her breakup with Bruce Willis? She was with Bruce Willis, wasn't she? Yeah. Hmm. And what happened to that uh, situation? Uh, she, I think she... One of them cheated on each other. That's what I thought, yeah. And I think they just had a volatile relationship. Yeah, Bruce Willis seems like the kind of guy, if anybody has a volatile relationship mm-hmm. with Bruce Willis. I think there was, like, they had fights where they would throw stuff at each other. I mean, yeah, it was just... that's, I don't understand that at all. I'm going to peg you with something, and yeah, no, you're not. No, we won't be pegging anyone with anything. Who is Suzanne Wang? Do you know who Suzanne Wang is? She's a very pretty woman. Um, I kind of know who she is. I saw the news story. Oh, she's dead. Yeah, she passed away from breast cancer. Oh, that's oh, terrible. House Hunters. Yeah, House Hunters, yeah. Sad news for House Hunters fans. Suzanne Wang, the who hosted the show for nearly 10 years, died yesterday. Oh, excuse me, Tuesday. After a long fight with breast cancer, the 56-year-old partner, Jeff Vazane, was uh, with her in Los Angeles when she passed. TMZ reports for 13 years she confronted cancer with courage. God, 13 years she had cancer. That's amazing. Uh, With courage, humor, determination, optimism, uh, he wrote on Facebook, she was immensely encouraged by the love of her family, friends, and those she had yet to meet. She also played a recurring role on the show uh, Las Vegas and worked as a minister, radio host, producer, political activist, and published uh, author per CBS Los Angeles. The multi-hyphenate also had uh, two psychology degrees, a bachelor's at Yale University and a master's at Brown University, and scored supporting roles on series including Criminal Minds, General Hospital, and Dexter per E! Online. She's the author of Suzanne Wang's Guide to Happy Home Buying. Not surprisingly, she wanted her life celebrated rather than her passing mourned, says Vizane. Uh, But I also know how vehemently she disagreed with anyone being told, don't cry. He writes on Facebook, so cry if you will. I've been crying a lot and laughing and everything in between. A very sad story. That's really unfortunate. Suzanne Wang dies at 56 years. A lot of people dying. Mm-hmm. You got that, um, what's that other one? What's the other one's name? Jessica Jism or what's her name? Jism. Is that what it is? Mm. No. Uh, oh, gosh. Now I can't think of her name. Oh, while we're thinking about it, while we're trying to track it down, um, I reported this on the KQ Morning Show, and I'll report it on this show as well. Uh, yesterday, yesterday is all I know about that. I don't know about any other day, but yesterday, Prime Minister Trudeau did not wear blackface. Just for the day yesterday. So that's good. <laughs> Apparently he has every other day of his life. He's evolving. God, did you see how many times this guy has been in face paint or dressed up as a Native American chief? Or it's like, what are you? What are you doing? I don't know. I don't really. Did I show you that? I got to show you this thing that was sent. No. <laughs> it's like fifteen pictures of him. Yeah. Have you seen it? Well, I saw. I, I think I saw part of it yesterday. And he just dresses up. He, he likes to. I don't know, not be himself, maybe? <laughs> I yeah, don't know. I guess it, apparently he hates himself. It sure would appear that he hates himself because he doesn't want to be him the way it looks to me. But, uh, oh, Sprinthal. I hope you're listening, Sprinthal, you pill. 
I need a, an all-wheel drive car for the winter because a Mustang in the winter is not a good no, car. No, no. You, you won't get far. <laughs> we got one. I'm ready to take it, uh, take possession of it. I just hear from Sprinthal, it's not all-wheel drive. I thought it was. Uh-oh. So that one's out. Back to plan. or so back, to plan, plan something. Plan A. Yes, back to plan A. That's exactly right. Okay, i got to find this. It's my buddy, uh, my buddy Doug Dawson. Yeah, here we go. Look, those are all him. Oh boy, he what? likes to be. A, he, I think he. He's a fan of the village people. Yeah, he's a cowboy and an Indian. <laughs> You're right. Is he, he a police officer there uh, too? Construction Let me worker? see. Let me see if we can find a police officer picture of him. Uh, he's a Sikh, a cowboy, a Native American, an Islamicist. JB. Uh, he's Scottish. He's a soldier. Yep, he's a soldier. So we got to be a cop, I would guess. A French musketeer, an <laughs> Arab, Jew, a Jew, Chinese. Oh. What is wrong with this guy? I don't know, but like I said, he's a fan. <laughs> There's a picture of him kissing his wife, and it says he lists himself as heterosexual. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? JB. What's up? And this is a listener? No, this is uh, Pierre Trudeau. Not Pierre Trudeau, but uh, Justin Trudeau, his oh, son. Oh, his son? Prime yeah. Minister. You're not wearing blackface, are you? No, but my face is getting gentrified. Why is it getting gentrified? Oh, see all the white hairs? Oh, the white hair. Aren't you a little young to be having a gray beard? Oh, no. It runs in my family. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, my hair turned white when I was 25 years old. Went white at 25 years old. I get one, I get a random strand of white hair, and it's the weirdest. Catherine's the same way. And it's like a different texture. It looks, it feels like fishing line. Yes. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. It feels like fishing line. Yeah. That's, that can't be comfortable. <laughs> well, I'm like, it's like thick and white, and I'm like, what is, am I, <laughs> I'm like, and I pluck it, and it's, the texture and everything is different. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. It's uh, weird. Catherine has the same deal. She'll get a gray hair once in a while just out of nowhere. So yeah. I, who the hell knows? Yeah, but some of my wrists and my left arm now. Hmm. Oh, you oh, got yeah. oh, yeah, you're right. Huh. I had a friend named Norm <clears throat> when I was a kid. Well, his name was Norm Collins. He's no longer with us, unfortunately. You ever notice when I talk about my friends yeah, I grew up with, they're, they're all dead? <laughs> I mean, gee, everybody's dead. I was going to say, is this another one that got... Oh, the Norm's been dead. God, he's been, must have been dead 15 years already. So he was not very old. He what, 40? Wow. 42, something like that. Uh, but in any case, he went bald at 16 years old. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen that before. Oh, you've seen it? That's <laughs> bad. Teenage years? A teenager Aww. who goes bald. As like, if they're oh. not insecure enough. <laughs> right, exactly. Aww. I've had freshmen, exactly right. freshman athletes show up. Bald. Bald. That is amazing <laughs> that that can happen. What is that all about, Andy? You know, you understand. Well, steroids is a... Good indicator. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think Norm ever did steroids, but some well, of the other I mean, it can yeah. just happen. Genetic, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, you know, actually, there's a, an interesting side story about, about him. His father was shot to death in a parking lot by a black man, and he always would tell anybody, it's not the fact that he was black. I mean, he went, this is in the 1960s. He went around telling people, don't be judging the guy. It has nothing to do with the black part. They just got in an argument and one of them shot the other one. 
So, I mean, he was way ahead of his time, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, because most people would have blamed it as oh, absolutely a they race would. thing. But he never did. I remember that very, very clearly. He never, ever blamed it on a, on a race problem, like they do now with everything. By the way, you got here last. It's because you're a racist. You wanted all the white <laughs> people to come first. Way to go, oh, A.B. It's been a hard week, Tom. Why? What's the matter? Okay, I'll tell you what. We'll take a break. <laughs> We'll come back and find out what's wrong with JB. Well, I mean, not mentally, because we'll never (laughs) figure that out. But we'll be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. SuperID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. SuperID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and SuperID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ooh, I love this song. I played this this morning in the Cakey Morning Show. As a matter of Oh, you did? Indeed. I love Zeppelin. The immigrant song. Ice and snow. She comes from the land of the ice and snow, and now she's in America today at 16 years old to tell everybody that they need to get their head out of their ass and stop polluting. Hmm. Did you see her picture? No. She's 16 years old. Her name is like Vert Vert Merchman. (laughs) She's got one of those Scandinavian monikers. She's got that Dale cooking. But she uh, looks uh, 16 years old. She looks a little joyless to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she, I'm sure she's a wonderful person. It's not what I'm saying. I'm sure she's fantastic. Oh, is this about the kids protesting? Yeah, yeah. They're skipping all leaving school. school. They're skipping school. But but once again, I, what are they? What are we? What are we protesting? Yeah, I mean, you're protesting <clears throat> what the school? Are you saying the school is polluting? Climate change. It doesn't make a, any sense. But I never hear them mention India or, or China nope. when they're protesting pollution. No one pollutes more than China and India. Not even close. Yeah, it's right. interesting that the climate change activists never go tour places like that. 
Probably because right. they would be killed. So now I get to say this, and then I'm going to look at all three faces, Cassie and Andy and JB, when I say this. NBC has decided to put a confessions box to how you oh, pollute. Yeah, I heard about that. You see it? Some of the things that they pulled out of it? Yeah. Well, uh, people are... Well, People are writing bogus confessions and trolls, of course, because it automatically yeah. populates. It's not being moderated. Well, which is, according okay. to Al Gore, I mean, we're honestly, if you breathe, dead. you're polluting. Well, then he should stop breathing. <laughs> Al, stop, cut out the breathing. That's what I'll put in the confession box. I'm breathing. I'm stop alive. living in a gigantic mansion is what she should do. Oh, yeah. he's got a huge house and a private jet yeah. and a bunch of SUVs. As if he actually cares about the environment. He doesn't care. It was all about making $400 million. Right. He made $400 million mm-hmm. off of that crap. I know. And so, he could be using that to, like, Build solar farms or no, something, but, he's not. but no, he's not doing no, that. He's just getting richer and richer. Is his name? Yeah, hypocrisy is his name. So, in any case, one they they pulled some of these confessions out of the NBC confession box for how you pollute, and this one person very tearfully wrote, "I wiped my counter off today with a paper towel instead of a cloth one." <laughs> really? <sighs> That's. Uh, Yep, I'm sure that the uh, the, the entire ecosystem is going to collapse because of that paper. No one, no and, wonder. And that is something that will biodegrade. Yeah, it'll biodegrade. But I think paper towels yeah. really are not a very big deal. Not right. at all. They're not at all. actually plastic straws are not a big deal. Like they tried to make them. The, this is why everybody walks around in this state of depression, depression yeah. and anger because they feel guilty for just getting out of bed every day. The media do. tells them that everything they do is wrong. <laughs> and then another woman wrote, I feel just horrible and I have to confess, I went to Starbucks seven days in a row and I didn't bring a reusable cup. Well, obviously, it wasn't a priority because if you did it seven days, <laughs> seven days in a row, that's a lot of Starbucks. What a, what a priority for her, JB. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. after the second day, I might go, dang it, I forgot that cup again. What is that renewable cup? cup? Right. Yeah. If you really want to save, then make your coffee at home. Right. Yeah. You want to save the uh, environment. Yeah, if you want to save the environment, don't spend $7 on a cup of coffee. How about that? Right. Uh. I just don't understand. It's. Yes, I know you have to cut down trees, but you know that we plant, I believe, three trees for every tree we cut down in America? Mm-hmm. I believe that. That's what they say. So, you know, you have to check everything. You don't even know what's a fact anymore because everybody lies through their teeth. Well, they're going to have to plant some trees in my area. It's time to plant trees? Because, uh, you know, the, the I don't know what it's being, if it's light rail or train or whatever, the yeah, one that's going is, out yeah. to... It's going right through my area, and they're oh. whacking trees like crazy. Oh, are they really? <laughs> I thought yep. you were going to want to put up trees so you could block the vision of that uh, mosque over there right behind your house. <laughs> he just he doesn't even react. He just looks well, at me. There is a mosque over there and a school. Yeah, there's a school too, yeah. Absolutely. That's a nice area. Right. That is a really nice area. No getting around it. So, yeah, basically, uh, if you use any paper. So if you wipe your butt tonight with toilet paper, you have sinned against nature. Because you're flushing paper down the toilet. The hell's wrong with you. Right? Yeah. She goes, yeah. (laughs) I have no words for these people anymore. Well, I have some choice words, but 
Right. And this is a family show. You know that they actually <laughs> believe that crap? I know. They it's, actually believe that's true. It's because they're inundated every I know, day. Every and they minute. go home. I want to watch the news. Why do you want to watch news? Because I want to be miserable. I want to mm. see what yeah, I did yeah, wrong true. today. Yeah, that's a very good point. So I'd like to be miserable today if I possibly could. <laughs> so, you, so you're saying the days of being informed? Uh, oh, yeah. being informed is really, really hard to do now. Well, I'll give you an example of exactly what I'm talking about. I watched the news last night, and they reported in the news that uh, the violence that's happening in Minneapolis right now is no different than pretty much any other year. It's been very consistent for five years. Same amount of violent crimes in Minneapolis as there were five years ago and three years ago and two years ago. The one thing they didn't point out, though, is that violent crimes in Minneapolis almost are always not reported now. Hmm. So, yes, the number of reported violent crimes is the same, but violent crimes, there's a hell of a lot more that aren't being reported because a lot of the violence uh, has to do with illegal immigrants against one another. Uh, A lot of the violence uh, goes unreported because there's a racial aspect to it. it They don't want to report that. It was... was, um... I think it was Channel 5 was showing a guy caught on camera doing vandalism. Oh, the guy over at Seward neighborhood. Right. What a prick that guy is. You know, it's East African shops. Yes, yep. And he looked to either be uh, Native American or... uh, Maybe Mexican. Right. Yeah. And he's throwing bricks and stones through their glass. He was, yeah, I saw that. And they caught him. Well, he looked right at the camera. <laughs> what is with these people looking at the camera? I don't know. It's not a good idea to look at the camera. <laughs> if you're committing a crime, don't do that. But it, it's... Um, I know the two mayors, the one in Minneapolis and the one in St. Paul, think they're doing the minority... Uh, population a service by not reporting and not being heavy-handed with crime, but all you're doing is allowing it to get higher and higher Absolutely. and worse. I mean, a man walks out of his house or walks out of Bible study, Bible study, and gets killed. Down. Right? How about well, his- you can you can ignore violent crime, but what you can't ignore is murder because it produces a body. So we'll right. always have more accurate murder stats. Yes. And from 2016 to 2017, murder jumped almost 20% in one year. 20%? Yeah. That's a lot. It, yeah. Especially in St. Paul. I mean, it's just... St. Paul, it's really yeah, up The to murder it. rate is really well, going once again, up. You know, did you see his answer? Let's open up another uh, preschool. He thinks that's the answer to stop the violence in St. Paul. It's ridiculous. And, and what I would also say about all these politicians that don't want to report, you know, black-on-black crime or, you know, this whole deal, it's racist as hell. Right. Because the victim is black. Right. right. Jesus Christ. How do they not see that? Don't know. It's pretty they're, they're more... It, so you're showing more care for the perpetrator than the victim. I agree. Mm-hmm. 100% agree, and it's way out of line. It's really wrong. Do you hear, JB, I'm trying to talk Aaron Benner into running for governor? you know who Aaron Benner is? Mm-mm. He's a teacher over in St. Paul that uh, got almost got fired. Cause he's oh, a, you, 
I think you started talking to him a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, he called me from a closet. Remember, right. he's locked in a closet because <laughs> he couldn't talk to me straight up uh, in the office. But he went to a school and said, look, you need to hold black students. Now, Aaron is black himself. Mm-hmm. I've always said that, too. Of course you have, because well, it makes sense. a population like children, they will act like children. Mm-hmm. No matter exactly what the it. population is, that's just how humans are. It doesn't matter the skin color at all. You're absolutely right. They treat everyone the same. Mm-hmm. Why can't we do that? You can't make up for the horrendous things that happened around the world and in this country 100, 200 years ago. I don't care if you give people money, if you kiss everyone's ass at high noon on Main Street, it does not make up for the horror that happened to black people in America. It doesn't make up for it in any way, shape, but or in a, But in an odd sense, they continue to perpetrate it by turning a blind eye to it. They do. They, they perpetuate crimes constantly. It, it's really disturbing. And I really wish they wouldn't do that. That's all they're doing. Did you see these students? Have you seen any news reports of these students that took the day off to protest uh, the climate uh, situation? No, but this isn't the first time they've done this. But there were some young kids, looked to be maybe 16, 15. They just wanted to get off school. Right. They're terrified, though. They were talking on camera, and they start crying, and they're like, I don't know. I, I They say I'm not going to live past about 27 years old. It's like, why are you doing that right. to the youth of America? Right, because then they'll vote for them. That's exactly Those kids are votes, guaranteed voters for anyone who talks about climate change for mm-hmm. the rest of their lives. Isn't it just sad that you would do that to human beings, though? I mean, you would do that to a human being. They don't okay. care. Honest to God, Leonard <laughs> uh, is here. Um, hmm. Jamie, can you open the door there for him? Oh, you guys were sitting in the car when I walked well, by. Well, yeah, mountain time. <laughs> yeah, who was in that knocked out? Yeah. You were. Want to take a little nap? Is it Vincent's fault? No, nah, it's well, both our fault. Who was both of you? <laughs> it's both our fault. What you saw, you came in at just the right time because we were talking about how uh, in, in America right now, people can't seem to understand that everybody should be treated the same. They just can't grasp that, and I don't know why that is. Mm. You need some headphones. Those headphones right in front of you will work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, them. no, they won't. Oh, th- those, oh those ones right there. Oh, and you, right there. there's yeah, a switch. You can just turn them on. Better. Look at that cute T-shirt you got. <laughs> yeah. on. Wake up! It's Friday. Got the teddy bear cooking. <laughs> yeah. Did you turn them on? Oh, I can hear you now. You can hear me. <laughs> Do you want to hear me? That's the. Ooh, look! Yeah. Listen to that. Yeah. That worked really well. So, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm good now. <laughs> I went out in the parking lot three times looking for you, but I couldn't find you. Ooh, it was right in the front. Yeah, yeah. I walked. I parked well, next to him. You didn't see me. But I didn't know they yellow were. Shirt. I almost nah, went to tap sleep. on the glasses. Oh, say, you were sleeping. Yep. And yeah, say, you guys all right? Do you, are you? Vincent, isn't it kind of your job to make sure everybody's awake? Nah, it's, it's just mm-hmm. my job to make sure I'm awake. <laughs> That's it. He was wrong with that too. too. That, wow. You know, it all works out in the end. There's well, no doubt about it. Well, you guys had to get up t- too early this morning to. Be I was up. Well, was my, well, I worked out this morning. That's probably why I'm asleep now. <laughs> you worked out. What kind of workout? Uh, just a quick ab workout. An ab workout? Just quick ab workout. Very quick. What do you weigh? Like 110? No, nah, I'm like 167. I was going to say, you, must have, you don't have a lot of hangy fat on you. No, nah, man. That's what I'm trying to keep it away. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Do them sit-ups. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. That's a good thing. Now, speaking of working out, Leonard, you probably got a little, you, you probably got a little muscle, huh? 
Yeah, just a little bit. You could probably move. You could probably move a little weight. I'm right there with you. I love. I love lifting weights. Man, I I used to. Um, now it's like, what what do I have in my life that's this heavy <laughs> that I need to be worried about more? Nah. Mm-mm. You're on, but aren't you 26? Yeah. 26 years old. He's already given up on lifting weights. <laughs> For what? I well, know. What I am know I what moving that heavy? <laughs> I know it is heavy. There's no doubt about that. No question. Car falls on you? There you go. Yeah, see? There you go. Car falls on me and I can pick it up and move <laughs> oh, it. Yeah. A very small car falls on you? Yes, yeah, a very small Man, car. a smart car. There you go. Yeah, a smart car. Probably move Took one of those. That over. A fit. Oh, you could move those. <laughs> you absolutely can pick, you can pick those up, actually, if you want to. Just carry Man. them under your arm. Man. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. It's true. It Charge is. my phone with it. That'll work for me. That'll work. Man. How you been? Really, really well. I just uh, we're going through a situation here, and I don't know if you saw it. It, it was on, it's on the international. A friend of mine called me from Italy mm-hmm. and said all the Italians over there were saying, "Man, what, how can you live in Minneapolis? It's nothing but a bunch of thugs living there," because uh, they released a bunch of video of eighteen guys beating the hell out of uh, three separate people one at a time. Oh man. And uh, this city is insane. Man. Where do you live now, Leonard? Los Angeles. You live in Los Angeles. Yeah. Well, then you got the same problem we got because <laughs> these people, they didn't want to report the story on the news because the 18 guys are all black and the victims are white. Mm. So they think for some reason if they report that story that it makes you look bad. It's like, it's not all black people, you dumb bastards. Right. There are criminals of every stripe. I just, the, we're very touchy about that here for no reason. Mm, I ain't going to say there's no reason. No, here, though. <laughs> Come on, here we go. I don't know. I ain't been here long enough or yeah, frequent true. enough to be able to be like, oh, well, you know, white people in Minneapolis are like this. this. This is the white, one of the whitest places I've ever been. It is very white. <laughs> it's very white. But see, that's exactly what I'm talking about. They have no idea what the hell it, it's even all about, but they're perfect judges of how things go. Am I boring you? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. <laughs> that's yeah. that, I just woke up. You know, I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a break. Be right back, though. You're awake, though. You're good. Yeah, no. Nah. I like it. That works. I just had to get Liana. <laughs> we'll be right back. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. 
Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Yeah, this is a whole different situation, basically. We're just talking. Um, Leonard and Vincent, they're at uh, Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight. Two shows tomorrow night, two shows. A show at 7 o'clock on Sunday as well. How many different cities you guys go to in in, in a stretch of like say six months? Mm. We do on pro- we do on probably fifteen. Yeah, probably fifteen cities. Fifteen cities. And that's yeah. not including like other one offs. Right. Yeah, I suppose that's true. So, do you find cities in America are a lot different, or is everybody just kind of a, is it just kind of melting together now? Everybody's same. It's just different clothes. And different vernacular, but we're pretty much the same as Americans. Yeah, it kind of seems like it. The exact same. The exact same? We listen to to what other people say about how to feel about people. Yep. Why do they do that? See, I'm glad you brought that up. Why do people want somebody else to tell them how to feel about people? Group think it's easy. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. But it leads to a lot of problems. True, but it also leads to a lot of less problems, too, because it's like, all right, if somebody tell me not to go over here and and something happens over there, it's like, oh, see, it does work. Well, way. that's that's just good advice. <laughs> right. Now, that's the thin line. You know what I'm saying? It's a thin line. You're absolutely yeah. right about that. I don't know. I just, I, it just seems to me that, and I, you know, we don't know one another very well, but I grew up in, in an inner city neighborhood, and mm-hmm. I had zero problems with anybody. Never. I never had any problems. There were, there were white people, black people. There were Native Americans. There were Mexican people. There weren't any Asians because there weren't any Asians living in Minnesota at all back then. But we all went to the same school. We all got along just fine. So once I left the inner city, that's where I saw all the problems. Because everybody was on equal level in the inner city. Yep. And it was a different time for the inner city. We all, yeah. Shouldn't it have been worse, though? Because back then there was a lot more ignorance, don't you think? Nah, ignorance. Less technology. Ignorance comes from wanting to not know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good thing. When you just genuinely don't know, yeah, you just don't know. Yeah, that's true. But when you when you're raised to be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You said your father was in the military. My dad was in the navy, so I grew up like middle class, upper middle class. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, shoot, never never wanted for nothing except for the things that I wanted. So I had to earn. You know what I mean? So well, it's like but that's smart. Yeah, good so, parenting. Yeah, so I you know. I, I grew up in Virginia and, and technically the South. Yeah. So, like, I didn't really yeah. have any... I tell people all the time, like, if I if I met racist people growing up, they were not good at being racist because I just didn't feel it. <laughs> I didn't feel it. You, you know what I mean? You're a lot better and hated me than you are. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely felt more in New York or L.A. than I did in Virginia just because it was... Yeah. Like, they, they must have been undercover. Yeah, Maybe. That's a possibility. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. It's, it's pretty interesting to me to figure out later on in life. I was like, so what do you mean? 
well, yeah, but they're different than we are. Like, what are you talking about? Right. I grew up with them. We went to school. Everything was fine. Everybody stayed at each other's houses. And, well, not all. There were a couple of houses that they didn't want. Like, there was a couple of white houses. They didn't want any black students there. And there a couple of black houses. They didn't want any white kids there. I mean, it's just kind of how it was. But that was, um, that might have been a little while ago. Right. I went to grade school. I still today sometimes. And that's also from the scars of what they've seen and done. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. See, now you you can tell you're kind of raised by, so what did your mother do? Uh, well, my mother's uh, passed now, but she was a teacher. She June? Yeah, she just passed. Sorry to hear that. That's I terrible, isn't it? it? Isn't that terrible? Man. I hated it. Absolutely mm. hated it. My mother was great, too. You know, mm. if, if I didn't do what my mother said, you know what she did? She never got mad at me. She just started crying, which made me feel terrible. It worked yeah. every time. It worked nah. every time. Like, okay, mom, I'll do it. Okay, sorry. Yeah, my mama <laughs> got to crying. That meant something was fun to go flying through the air. <laughs> She tell your dad about it. She handled it herself. Oh nah, he gets he gets stuffed on to him too. He did. What? <laughs> what would he? I'm not playing with nobody. Yeah, I understand. Well, that's, pro- well, that's probably a good. Thing. Where is she from originally? Was she from Southeast D.C.? Oh, Southeast D.C. Yeah. So uh, no, you said you were born in Augusta though. Born in Augusta. So my uh, her junior senior year of high school, she moved to South Carolina. Um, with my uncle, my great uncle Ronnie, uh, Ronnie, and they, uh, you know, went to high school, met my dad, and you know all that good old stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, why do you think it is? Who did you learn from your family? You have brothers and sisters. I got a little sister. She just turned twenty-two. You got a little sister on okay. the sixth of September. Yeah, she so just who, graduated college. Who'd you learn to be funny from? Honestly, everybody in my family funny. Yeah, like every, it's that, my yeah. immediate family. My dad's the sarcasm. My mom's just the, I don't care, I'm going to say what I want to say. My <laughs> right. sister's the bully. Is this a bully? My sister is it. My sister would, my sister just don't care. She doesn't bully you. She, nah, what? I'm the main person she bullied. <laughs> You're a focal point. Yeah. You're the focal point of bullying. Like everybody else gets the watered down version. I got pure ignorance growing up. <laughs> From somebody four years younger than me. It was just awful. Why do you think that happened? Just because she, was, she had a smart mouth, and she got to watch me mess up, and then just repeat. <laughs> so every time she saw me mess up, she's like, you still, you still messing up? And it's like, you know. Isn't that great, though, the sarcasm? Because I grew up in a very funny family as well. I got, I got four brothers and two sisters. Mm. I got, uh, in my family, like half my uncles were cops, and the other half were gangsters. Mm. So that every like Thanksgiving, they come to the house, and my mother said, "Put your guns in the, the pantry," and then she would lock the pantry. The cops and the hoodlums had to put their guns mm. in the pantry. It was together, hilarious. right? It was very funny. One of them trying to get forensics off the other gun. Got <laughs> 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 yeah, get forensics off the gun at Thanksgiving, right? But it was an interesting way to grow up. Any I mean, dirty really cops? Was What's that any dirty cops? Uh, <laughs> <it's> a, <laughs> uh, one that might well, I don't know about dirty, but uh, well, not real dirty, no. Okay. Not real dirty. What's the difference? Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he stinks, but I mean, his clothes was clean. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. But no, it's. Uh, do you think we'll ever get to a point? Because you guys, uh, Vincent, how old are you? I'm 28. You're 28, you're 26. Yeah. So you're very young people. 
Do you think we've we've got a lot more hope in the future for people to calm down? No, we ain't gonna be here long. We, the earth is about to end. So you think? Yeah, man. It's you coming think, to an end. You think the world's gonna blow up? Yeah, it's getting too hot. It's getting ridiculous. We probably think? we got probably another hundred fifty years. So I won't feel it, but somebody else will. Well, you might. I don't know. And my son sitting right there, Andy. Jesus. He once told me. Yeah. He said, you know, eventually, Dad, they're going to be able to take intelligence and mm-hmm. put it in a robotic body, and you would then live forever. And he goes, well, not you, because you're too old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so thanks. Right. Oh, yes, it that's did. The, that's the worst part, when they don't realize I was just going to hurt their feelings. Because <laughs> it wasn't intentional. Because it, like, it wasn't intentional. Like, <laughs> you really meant that. You weren't trying to hurt me. Enough. You weren't yeah. trying to hurt me. No, no. No, I just wasn't exactly going to make the cut on that one. But you guys will. 26, 28, Andy, yeah. you're 32. Well, even Cassie. Uh, I don't know. I'm hitting that cusp. You're hitting the cusp? Yeah. Well, almost 33? No, I'm older. <laughs> well, all I know is I don't want to be like the first one that they do it to. Because there's a lot of existential stuff that could go on. That, well, that's you know. true. You're going to be the first one. You just said existential? <laughs> <laughs> Just say an existential. Who are we going to use? Uh, the existential. Uh, yeah, let's use him right there. Knowing, yeah. my, knowing my luck, I'd be the prototype and end up looking like uh, Johnny Five from Short Circuit or something. Yeah, something weird oh, eyes. Jake Five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know that wasn't really an Indian guy that played him? No, oh, yeah. Uh, it wasn't. It was crazy. an Italian. Yeah, Is he Italian? Like, it was Italian. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, what y'all talking about? Jay, oh, I'll have to let you watch it. It's pretty good. I no, Johnny it. Five is from Yeah, the Let Me Watch It? Yeah. I, I don't need your permission to watch it. <laughs> it's the movie Short Circuit. Short Circuit. Yeah. Johnny Five is alive. Johnny Five is alive. No, I'm not all right. This, this is exactly what he was up here talking about. So do I think in the future we're going to be better? No, Uh-oh. I don't. Oh, yeah. Look how my friend treats me. Isn't that unbelievable? It was very disrespectful, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I have to let you, you see how you said it to I have to let you watch it. <laughs> That's how you took it, but you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, you know. It, yeah, I apologize if you feel like that. Oh, he didn't apologize for his yeah. behavior. It was because you feel Because like I feel that. like, you see what I'm saying? I like it. <laughs> uh, he's got it all figured out over yeah. there, Vincent does. Everything's covered. Don't That's worry about anything. That's his problem. He always think he got it figured out. Oh, oh, so that is a problem that he's always got it figured out? Always. Just smirming. Huh? Yeah. Uh, 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 turn it back. You ever <laughs> seen somebody uh, try to get you to do something again and, and thinking you wrong and they wrong? <laughs> it's okay. What'd that say? That's a bo-cat? Bo-cut. Yeah. It's <laughs> a bo-cat. Cut, t- t- hit rewind. All right. Click, click. Never mind. All right. Because <laughs> you're wrong, sir. You're wrong. See how you had to point to that one time that I was wrong? One time. One's good. One Give me another time. one. Give me another one. Quick. Huh? huh. Exactly. <laughs> you're full of yourself. It are you guys take... related? Are you brothers? <laughs> now. Oh. Now you are. That's exactly right. Nah, we each other's sons. Yeah, my youngest boy. Look at him growing his hair. <laughs> growing the hair all out. Bye-bye. So where did you guys meet? Uh, I was in St. Louis uh, giving back to the community, and I found him. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, he was stealing out of shelter. He said, What? He was taking all Stop the toilet paper out of the bathroom. <laughs> Stop lying. To he was taking all the toilet paper out because he, he needed baby wipes with all he had with toilet paper. <laughs> and I was like, Well, look, if you just get, come get two of these sheets of baby, baby met, wipes, I met and my I son. give him the baby wipes. And then he'd be able to wipe good and walk regular because he was walking funny because, you know, when you when you ain't wipe good and it's still hot and it melt a little bit back there, you start to walk a little melt. different. 
Yeah, Melvin. Yeah. That's nasty. And he look at him. He liked vegetables, corn and broccoli and stuff like that. Yeah. So he had all type. He had a little, 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 Vegan. little vegetable farm back there. Ugh, it was all brown. It had the soil on it and everything. Are you having a good time? <laughs> you enjoy yourself? Enjoy is this what you like to do? All right, cabbage uh, patch booty. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> cabbage <laughs> patch booty. Have you some of this. So what were you doing in St. Louis? No, we met in New York. We met in New York. Oh, okay. But yeah, we met in New York. This, you're from St. Louis, right? Yes, I'm from St. So Louis. So JB. JB's from St. Louis. Yeah. Okay, what part of St. Louis? The What was called the Veil. I know the Veil. JV? No, that's Jefferson's Bed the Loop. No, the Veil is... Closer down south. Uh, okay, Vincent, do you have any Dago Hill stories? No, I do not have any Dago Hill stories. JB does. Sure <laughs> Who's Dago Hill? Uh, I don't know. That's old school. It was you, <laughs> that's not old school. They still call it that. Uh, it's, uh, it's not. It's not. It's, it's called the hill. Now. The hill yeah. is on the south side. They right. already like black people over there. Because Good Italian food, but they yeah. don't. <laughs> but, but you made it out, though. Yeah, we are. Well, the bus I was on didn't. Oh, what a great story. Damn. Yeah, we were uh, going, we were in a summer program for uh, Catholic youth. Oh, like a DSEG program. And we were just going <laughs> over to visit the, no, it was a leadership program. Mm-hmm. And just going over to visit the church, look mm-hmm. at their church compared to our Catholic church. And mm-hmm. They touch boys like this, but we touch boys like that. <laughs> <laughs> we clip our nails first. So we yeah. don't just be... We fair over here. It's a random selection. And so we, they parked the bus on the downhill slope. Mm. And when we came out, the the bus was missing. Yeah, that's why I stole it. We thought that at first, but then we finally looked down the hill. I was like, where was it? It's called looking left and right. <laughs> That's funny. They released the brake Break and bust the windows on the bus. Yeah, that would sound like bored. That sound like a St. Louis thing to do. <laughs> well, uh, let's see how fast the bus can go down by itself. So, where did you? What part you grew up? In? I grew up on the south side, close not. Close to the hill, Tower Grove Park, on okay. the other side, and then the yeah. west side, and then oh, we was broke, so we moved all the way around. I tell people all the time, like, where you from? I'm like, I'm all over. 43, Vincent. 43? I lived in 43 different houses by the time I was 22 years old. God yeah. damn. I ain't, 43. I ain't had 43, but yeah, we was moving around. It was like, all right. I knew to the point I didn't really unpack stuff. So it's like, all right, we're going to move. I know. Yeah. Oh, the rent's due? Yeah. Time to get, time that to get up out of here. <laughs> time to I get moved, up out of here. I moved twice. Twice. From Augusta, Georgia to Japan, mm-hmm. Japan to Virginia. That's it? That's, That's it. it. Three times. You moved to New York. Four. I mean, well, yeah, then I moved to LA. No, I'm talking about as a kid growing oh, okay. up. Man. We didn't move again in Virginia until I graduated high school when it was downsizing. It was like, they don't need what to have. Vincent, you'll like this. I lived in three different houses on the same block. Two for me. Two for you. <laughs> Two. Also, there you go. It's the same deal. Yeah, we 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 lived in three different houses on the exact same block. How many siblings Brooklyn. did you have? How many what? Siblings. Uh, four brothers, two sisters. Okay, seven. Yeah, I was deep. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. like ghetto house hunters. <laughs> yeah, it's ghetto house hunters. That's yeah, exactly we, we, right. We, we yeah, y'all ain't had no honey goats. We're like, hey man, it's too many of them to scare people. It's like, yeah, we can't come out and boo. You got to boo like six, four people, five, six people at the time. It's a lot. Yeah. Oh God. You want to try another one? Yeah, it was fun, Joe. It worked. You want, you want to try another? Want to try another joke? So you, uh, it was good. What high school did you go to? Uh, I grad. I ended up leaving from Hazelwood East, but I went to Jennings okay. first okay. for my three years. Then I got kicked out my senior. Year. Not you. 
Yeah, I got hard to believe. You got kicked. I quit in tenth grade. Where? Yeah. I think I we talked about this last time I was here. Yeah, you and I talked about it last time. Yeah. I was dancing on top of a table. That's why I got kicked. I was <laughs> it was a guy like his size in high school, so it was me and my brother inside of Jersey dancing around. Oh, in his jersey? Yeah, he was dancing around in his jersey, and they kicked us out. They was like, right, you know what? Yeah, yeah, since y'all want to play. See what I'm saying? We no, 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 he gave it to us. It was been funny. So he's like, oh, no. He says, y'all want to play? Okay, you're going to go to the school where you li- really live, because we were going out of the district. <laughs> so like, oh, we're going to see you where you're supposed to go. I was like, you can't do that. I want to graduate see, my friends. See how he came out with the excuse? He gave it to us. Yeah, you probably beat him up. There's an no, excuse for you right here. Dwight Tate, my boy, still my friend. Over five dollars, still. I understand that. <laughs> you hey, I guess he'll never be broke. It'd never be broke. I bought a radio for him for twenty. He was trying to sell for twenty five. I was like, I'll give you twenty. I had twenty cash right there. He took it. I still owe you that five, Dwight. I got you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks for listening to Dwight to yeah. the Tom Bernard show. Yeah. Thank he, you. He told in loyal listening. He told me about it. He wanted the autograph too, Tom. All right, I'll get it taken. Yeah, I might be related. You don't even know it. Who? Yeah, you and JB. It's because we look like that's what you're trying to say. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even saying like your daddy, but now that you <laughs> say it, he looked like he could be. Like an uncle. That's why he always had an outside chance. An outside this, chance. Where'd you go to high school at, JB? Sumner. Sumner? Oh, shit. We might be related for real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we playing. Your mama had a sweetheart from Sumner. Uh, nah, stop playing me, dude. Ooh. Oh, he yeah. oh, just socked him right in, the, yeah. right in the ribs. I my, related to my dad, though. My dad went to Sumner. Did he? Yeah. Huh? What year, you know, when he graduated? Hell no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, you know how old he is. Well, what year did you graduate? We could probably... My dad, two years older than the Super Bowl. So, Super Bowl, like 53. 53, like 55. 55. Yeah. Oh, shoot. He he went to school with me then. Probably. Uh-oh. Right. Uh-oh. Next. That whole family. After this commercial on the Tom Bernard Show, <laughs> it's J.B. Vincent's father. <laughs> Are they the same person? <laughs> he, 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 he probably graduated with me. Your daddy is in this room. <laughs> your true father. What's your, what's your, what's your me, dad's man? name? Vincent Bryant. He's the same as mine. Yeah. That's the fall, man. Yes. He's called <laughs> That was it. Yeah. That, that's funny. This is your Vincent Bryant, just a sucker that was in the same room. No, I'm just playing. This is this conversation is not pleasing Vincent at all. Man, Vincent say stuff that hurt my feelings all the time. I understand. I remember one time I came I came back to the apartment because we lived together. I came back and I was talking about this girl that I like, and he looked me dead in my face. He was like, "You know, she probably ain't telling nobody about you." I said, "Damn!" <laughs> he said fun. it with a straight face. But that I didn't is try fun. to hurt you. Yeah, I, you say you say things to try to get me back to things I didn't try to hurt you for. Bro, but you it don't matter if you try to at this point. Oh, man, that's crazy. It don't matter. After three, I didn't mean to. It's out the window. Dang. We got the whole show in. Even though you were like 20 minutes late, we got the whole hour, and that's good news, man. Oh, man. Oh, damn. Who's in that now? Look at that. Hey, well, well you know. Thank you for coming. Well, next time, <laughs> next time, wake up early. Uh, nah, we was. We was up early. That's what it was. We left somewhere else. Early. Yeah, yeah. We went to the morning show and yeah, we was hungry. It looked was like we was addicts too. in the car. We yeah. were asleep. This is part of epidemic. This for the callers. So you you ain't wake your son up <laughs> on your way into work? Yeah, waiting. Uh oh, is not I, taking I, this well. He's I just can, not. Damn it! Ah, he's my father then. Right, baby. I can clearly state that he's not my child. Do you have kids? Yes. He's got kids, My son yeah. is actually 30. Same age, right? <laughs> Twins. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, boy, look Fraternity. at the time. <laughs> look, we got to move on before Vincent goes deep on everybody. Uh, thank He's you for breaking coming. everybody down. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I understand emotion. Emotion's a good thing. Yeah. Okay, before you leave, I can, before you leave, I want you to guess how many children Cassie has. Look at me, Cassie. <laughs> look at me, Cassie. Hold your left hand up. In the eyes. My left mm-hmm. hand. So you're married. Mm-hmm. How long have you been married? To my current husband, I've been married three. Almost. Yeah, so you have four kids. You go four. You go three. three. Should I tell? Him? If you want to, I want her to tell us. Eleven. No. Take all came out of you. Yeah. Ah, yeah, exactly. That don't count. That don't count. You got a Brady Bunch family? Yeah, we. Yeah, we call ourselves the Shrady Bunch. The Shrady. Well, how many did you put out? Three. Oh, I was right. Here we go. You nailed it. I can tell by her hands because the skin's still intact. <laughs> Women that have more than three kids, they, I got three they, boys they palms that I have. But, like, okay. <laughs> but between my husband and I, wet potatoes. You see the wet potatoes? That's what the hands start looking like. From all that grabbing of the shirt. Come here. I told you. Pretty much true. Well, thanks for coming. Thanks for waking up and coming. It was great to have you both on. So you got three kids. You got one. How many kids you got? You got two. I have a daughter. JB got two. No, you got three then. You got your two. Oh, he's not going to forgive you for that one. I'm pl- <laughs> Bro, it's not funny. It, 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 it is funny. It's not funny. People laughing. It is funny. Young people laughing fat jokes? I ain't made that one. Oh. Not funny. That's on you. You no, ain't juicy. No. Boy, look at oh that. Oh, my God. Oh, I hate. No, I know. I hate when people. Oh, oh. <laughs> This, this could be one of the most listened to episodes of all time. This it could, could draw be. millions of people in to listen to this. What you gonna What you gonna name this episode? <laughs> uh, re, re, who's your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, reunited. <laughs> reunited. Okay, we that's not go. funny. Vince I'm is sorry. Go off that's, my, that's my. That's one of my best friends tonight. And I shouldn't even play with you like that. I'm sorry, King. Tonight, two shows. Tomorrow night, two shows, and a Sunday show as well. Thank you very much, thanks both of you, for coming, us, Leonard. And hey, thanks for having us. We'll be back with the family.